All right, folks, hockey fans in the desert southwest, it's another podcast. It's podcast number two of the 2018 Desert Hockey Classic. We're here at Gila River Arena. Today is preview day, folks. We had a chance to see all four of the teams. We saw ASU actually last night at Oceanside. Had a chance to see UMD, Clarkson, and uh, Minnesota State all practice. I got my my co-host with me. I got Paul Hornstein sitting in again for Tom Callahan and and. First of all, Paul, I'm glad that you were able to make a trip out here because we had a New York team come out here, and I needed some New York connections. What do you think? <laughs> well, it's funny because I'm listening to them as we ask the questions. What was your trip like to get out here? And, and I'm sitting there, well, you know, it's, it was, it's really cold there, and I'm, like, and I'm trying to say to myself, yeah, I know, I was there, but, you know, that's not there. Any, how, why would they know, and how would they know? Right. Um, uh, we, uh, like I said, I was promised 75 degrees, too, and I haven't seen it, so... <laughs> Uh, I'm going to have to talk to the management and see about getting a, a refund or something. Governor Ducey, are you listening? Uh, <laughs> as, we, as we sit here at Gila River and we, uh, we talk, we've got some great previews coming up. So bear with us. Stick with us for the whole, whole broadcast because you're going to see all four coaches. You're going to see several captains of each team. You're going to see all four of probably the best goaltenders in uh, college hockey right now all at one place right here at Gila River Arena. Uh, before we uh, throw it into our first interviews with the, uh, the guys from Minnesota Duluth, let's talk a little bit about some of our sponsors. We've got, we've got a group of them. We'll start with our presenting sponsor, of course, is uh, the College Bar and Grill. College Bar and Grill, ASU owned and operated at 502 South College Avenue. Uh, it's a beautiful location. We were there last night. Um, none of that stuff, that any of that stuff in that building was there when I was here 20-plus years ago. And it was really a tremendous place. It's beautiful. Go. The food is delicious. You'll love it. And then, of course, we've got our uh, other sponsors that have jumped on board to help us make this presentation, which is a long one. It's a whole weekend, six podcasts. So go ahead and throw out the rest of the names of uh, everybody that jumped on board to help us out. All right. Well, Behind the Mask uh, with three locations in Scottsdale, Gilbert, and Peoria. Now, it caters to the goalies all over the valley, but... You get the rest of your hockey needs taken care of there as well. Uh, these podcasts are also brought to you by OxyPow, uh, Super Embroidery and Screen Printing, Peoria Ford, the Kozak Cut Goalie Stick, uh, Lift, and the Devil's Hockey Shop at Oceanside Arena. So we've got a group of sponsors. We've got a group of hockey players. We've got a group of coaches. All we need now are fans, correct? Uh, well, hopefully they'll be here tomorrow for those first games because – there are going to be four really good games in this tournament, regardless of who you root for. If you're a hockey fan, you've got uh, Minnesota State and Duluth in that first game. Uh, both of those teams, for the most part during the season, were ranked in the top five, uh, even though uh, Minnesota State got beat in a couple of games this past uh, their past series by Bowling Green. So they dropped down a little bit. ASU was ranked as high as they've ever been ranked at 13 in the four short years of the program are actually three and a half at this point right uh and clarkson's also in the top 20 so you're getting four good teams four excellent goalies and you're going to see four excellent hockey games and i can't wait well let's throw it back we're going to uh come back right in a few minutes and we're going to uh visit with the uh, folks from the university of minnesota duluth all right Behind the Mask Hockey Shop, celebrating 25 years of exceptional service to the Arizona hockey community. Offering the top brands and an educated staff of hockey players to help you choose the right gear for you. Visit any one of our three Valley locations or check us out online at BehindTheMask.com. 
All right, welcome in to another edition of College Hockey Southwest Weekly. This is a special edition. This is the edition where we're talking uh, the 2018 Desert Hockey Classic. We're going to do a little preview. We're going to talk with Coach Powers first from Arizona State. Coach, first of all, happy holidays. Welcome in. Welcome into the next Desert Classic uh, out at Gila River. Yeah, we're excited about it. It's a tremendous field, and uh, it's, uh, it's been a long time coming. I think we've been all looking forward to this for over a year now, and, and at least since the schedule was, was public, and uh, it should be a great weekend. You know, I looked through just briefly uh, different college hockey tournaments at holiday time, and I don't know that I've ever seen one with uh, four teams that are ranked in the top 20 in the country. Do you recall any? I don't. You know, I mean, I'm sure there has been at some point, but, um, you know, this certainly was, was not by design for all four to be ranked. We, uh, <laughs> you know, we're... Who wasn't we're, supposed to be there? Exactly. You know, <laughs> I, I don't think any of us would have, would have predicted that, that we'd be where we're at right now. Um, but uh, we're certainly embracing it, and, and we expect to stay there. Uh, but we knew how good Clarkson was going to be. They were a top 10 team all last year. Minnesota State, Minnesota Duluth, uh, their success in previous years speak for themselves. So it, 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 we knew it was going to be a great field, um, but, uh, but we're, we're thrilled that we could add to the strength of it. So we talk about the, uh, the strength of the tournament field, but we also talk about how important wins are for you guys. You have to keep chalking them up. As you sit right now, you're in pretty good position, I'm guessing, coming into the second half of the season, if you will. But tell me how important wins are this weekend. Well, I mean, we, we only have 14 games left, right? That's, I mean, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, kind of coincide semesters with halves. And uh, with us, it wasn't that case. We really front-loaded that first semester with more games. So it's 20 games are out of the way. We have 14 remaining. Um, our guys, part of the meeting that we're going to have tonight is, look, it's, it's – it's uh, every game's a playoff game for us, and that's the way that we have to treat it. I think we've done a good job of treating every game to date as such, minus maybe one, um, the first game at Omaha. But other than that, um, the guys have shown up. You know, we're 12-1 and when we score the first goal, so I think that's a, a great lesson for our guys to come focused and, and ready to go. And when we do, we take care of business. Let's talk specifically about this tournament. Clarkson coming up first for you. I know you uh, do a lot of pre-work, so you know a little bit about these guys. You know what's going on. But talk about your guys and what they have to do to, uh, to get a win on Friday night. Well, it, great goaltending. Um, it's, Jake Keeley is easily one of the best goals in, in, in the country. Um, so it, it's going to be tough. It's not going to be easy scoring. Um, really aggressive, four-checking team. They're, they're not easy to play against. Um, so, you know, our guys are going to have to just be ready. You know, I mean, uh, one advantage I do like that we've had, that we have going into this weekend is, is we've only had a week off. Right. Um, so our guys should be sharp. They should be fresh. They should be focused. Um, Clarkson's had three weeks off, you know, and I've been there. It's tough. It's tough to get right back into the swing of things after a, a long break. And, and uh, so we're going we're gonna to attempt to use that to our advantage, and, and our guys should be ready to go. And you've got a goaltender in Joey Decourt, who I know you call the best goaltender in college hockey. And if, if Joey plays up to Joey's standards, you give yourself a good chance to win, don't you? Yeah, I mean, he, he gives us a chance to beat anybody. I think he's proven that. Um, and, uh, and he's very intent on, on finishing the season strong. And uh, he was one of the guys that, that, that needed to go get some rest. And you saw how well he bounced back after a week off in between uh, Omaha and Princeton and didn't look back. So... We're hoping to get the same kind of result that we, uh, that we did with that, that off week. How important is your depth? When I look at the rosters, I, I, and I look from the top down, right? Uh, UMD's coming in without their head coach. Uh, Man uh, Minnesota State's coming in without their head coach. Um, 
you guys have your head coach. You guys have your roster. As I look at your team, I think you're, uh, you're pretty solid top to bottom. Are you comfortable with your depth right now? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's our strength is our depth and more importantly, our balance. We don't, we don't have four lines of the exact same line. They all do th something differently. Um, very well balanced. And, um, you know, Duluth's missing three really good players. Yeah. So that, that, there, there's no substitute for that. I don't put a ton of stock into coaches being gone for a weekend. Um, they run such unbelievable programs. That it's a well-oiled machine. They have unbelievable assistant coaches. If I were to miss a weekend for any reason, we wouldn't miss a beat with our guys. So I, I wouldn't, I, you know, I don't think that's going to play a huge factor at all. Um, uh, as good of coaches as they are, but, but I think their programs and how they're ran and their success speaks volumes to how those Scott Sandlin and, and Mike Casings run the program. So it won't be an issue for them. Coach, I appreciate your time as always. Uh, we'll be there all weekend talking hockey, and let's see if we can get a couple of uh, W's this weekend. That's what we're going to try and do. Thanks for having me on. Welcome to another edition of College Hockey Southwest Weekly. We've got uh, the Desert Hockey Classic coming up. I've got one of the captains with me from uh, the Arizona State Sun Devils. I've got Brinson Pashnik with me. Brinson, first of all, welcome in and happy holidays. Yeah, thank you. You as well. Thanks for having me. So this is a big tournament for you guys. Every game that you play this year is a big game, but this one is especially important. Talk to me a little bit about the four teams that are coming in and what that means for you guys to host it. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, this is probably... One of the best tournaments in college hockey, especially the Hall A Classic. I mean, we got four ranked teams coming in. Um, we're ready. We're excited. Um, this is one of the biggest tests we've ever faced as a program, and uh, we know we need to come out and, and play because uh, not only do we want to win this tournament, but we want to, you know, make the national championship. And we're gonna have to continue winning uh, a lot of these last uh, few games to make sure we get that opportunity. So let's step back a year just about from now, and you guys won a big tournament. Your first tournament, the first time you took a trophy home in Vegas. How much has that meant to your team this season? Yeah, that was definitely cool. It was definitely a, kind of a building block, I think. We needed that last year. You know, we were uh, struggling to win games, so coming out and getting a huge uh, couple wins in that tournament was, was awesome. And now I think that just helped us prepare for this one. You know, we know how to win especially in tournaments now. So I think if we do the same thing and just come compete, we're going to have a great chance to succeed just like last year. I have to ask you about the new digs. Got black coming out this week. We got uh, your goaltender in gold pads. You guys using some new gold jet speed sticks. What was it like today getting a chance to try them out? It was cool. <laughs> I mean, uh, I've never used gold, all, pretty much all gold. So it was a bit flashy, but uh, I love it. It's cool. Um, yeah, I mean the sticks are sticks are six. Right. I mean it just the the paint job on it. So, but it was cool seeing all the boys out with them. So, talk about your holiday. What was it like to get to go home for a few days, get a break, get refreshed, recharge? What was it like? Yeah, it was awesome. Um, I think we all needed that. Uh, we were going pretty pretty hard without many breaks the first half of the season. So I think just going home, you know, spending time with family. Um, was huge. You literally just get to go home, relax in front of the fireplace when it's minus 30 outside. Um, it was awesome. I, I was really thankful we got uh, you know that that holiday break. 
So you guys have got 20 games under your belt already. You only got 14 left. They all count, as we like to say, um, because you need to keep building that point structure. But talk a little bit about keeping your focus on Clarkson. What do you have to do to beat those guys? I think just you know the same thing we've been uh, doing all year when we've been successful. Just you know outworking the other team, um, minimizing uh, giveaways, and just getting uh, some traffic in front of their goalie. I know he's a good goalie, so I think if we can really. Uh, get traffic and get shots through, we're going to have success. You know, when we look at the rosters, there's not a lot of seniors left uh, playing on any of the, the teams. And you guys have probably the deepest team. You got some guys that are, uh, at least from Minnesota, Duluth, that are playing with the World Junior Team. Mm -hmm. um, does that take anything away or change anything the way this tournament is played? No, I don't think so. I mean, Minnesota Duluth is a top five team for a reason. They got 20 guys that can play. Right. Um, so we're s same mindset, you know, we're going in uh, ready to work hard. That's what it's going to take no matter who we're playing. Anyone in this league can beat anyone. Um, injuries, no injuries, guys away for World Juniors or not. Like, um, they got a lot of skill. Um, so does everyone else in this tournament. So we're excited for that. Let's wrap things up by talking a little bit about the goaltenders. You've got four of the best goaltenders in all of college hockey on the ice. What's it going to take to beat these guys and put some pucks past them? Yeah, I think just like I said, just um, getting guys in front of the net. I, I mean, yeah, these are the four, four of the best goalies in the country. Um, so you're not going to beat them from a point shot with no one in front. So I think, uh, especially on the power play, if we can, you know, get some good screen and get uh, get some dirty rebounds and, and bang in some ugly goals, you know, they don't have to be pretty. I think we're going to succeed. Brinson, thank you for your time. Good luck this weekend. We'll be there all weekend with you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Behind the Mask Hockey Shop, celebrating 25 years of exceptional service to the Arizona hockey community. Offering the top brands and an educated staff of hockey players to help you choose the right gear for you. Visit any one of our three Valley locations or check us out online at BehindTheMask.com. All right, welcome back in. We're still doing previews. We've got another captain here from Arizona State. I've got Tyler Bush with me here at College Hockey Southwest Weekly. And Tyler, first of all, happy holidays, and I know you had a chance to go back home, so give me some thoughts on what that's like to get a little break. Yeah, it was good. It's, uh, it's a long first half, and uh, it's nice to get away for a bit, and um, especially you get a break from school and, and practice. It's a pretty busy schedule, so um, anytime you can get a chance to, to kind of get away and re-energize, uh, you know, I think it's a good opportunity for all of us, and uh, I think we even saw it today in practice. Everyone came back with a lot of energy and, and uh, pretty ready to go, so. So you guys have played 20 games, right? You're going into uh, the, the stretch run, if we'll call it that, 14 games left. You got 12 wins. I've been saying all along I think you need 22 to guarantee a spot in that NCAA tournament, but I know you want to take them one, one game at a time. So let's talk Clarkson. What do you expect out of them? What do you have to do to beat them? Oh, they're a good team. Like uh, all four teams of this tournament have, have pretty good records and, and uh, a lot of talent on their roster. So um, like you said, just treat it like any other weekend. Uh, you can't, can't look too far ahead, and uh, I think that's what we've been doing all year is just, you know, going into every weekend, treating it the same way, and, um, you know, it doesn't matter who we're playing. If they're a, you know, a top-ten team or a, or a lower-ranked team, then, um, you know, you, you can't take any games off, and, um, you know, it's the, the margin for error is so slim in college hockey. Every team is, is, has so much talent that uh, you can't take a night off. So uh, just, you know, like I said, take it one game at a time and then treat every game the same way kind of thing. 
So you have to leave the friendly confines here of Oceanside Ice Arena to play out at Gila River. I know you guys have been there before. I know you like it, but what are the differences, obviously, besides the low ceiling? Are there, are there big differences for you as a player? Uh, the atmosphere is a little bit different, I guess, uh, playing in a bigger rink. But uh, we're used to even out there. A lot of our guys have played games out there. And, um, you know, even on the road, we've, we've played in some bigger venues. And, uh, you know, it's, a, it's nice to change it up a bit. And uh, we like playing here. But... Uh, it should be fun and hopefully get a good uh, good turnout out there and um, yeah it's, it'll be nice uh, not having to worry about the ceiling. <laughs> so you come back you're playing in a, in a big tournament like that did you think a couple of years ago that you might be playing w in a tournament with four ranked teams including yourself? Uh, I mean that was the goal but uh, it seemed like it was pretty far-fetched back then but um, you know we've been we've been working as hard as we can to get to this point and um, you know we can't stop now I think that um, the amount of, of you know effort our team and our coaching staff has put into this year and in the past few years I think we're at a point where um, you know if, if we um, take our foot off the gas then it, it's all going to be worth nothing so um, we've got to keep uh, keep going hard and, and keep treating every weekend like uh, like a playoff series. Let's talk success of Sun Devil Sports. Uh, the Territorial Cup is back here after a, a great come-from-behind win over Arizona. The, the basketball team just knocked off number one in the country. You guys need to uh, follow suit. Do you feel any pressure for that? Uh, no, not really. I think, you know, if anyone feels pressure, that's probably a good thing that, um, you know, uh, Sun Devil Athletics has been doing, uh, you know, a lot of good things this year, and um, you've seen a lot of success all across all the sports. So. A lot of buzz around campus, and uh, you know it's exciting to see that our school is, um, you know, having so much success, and um, can just looking forward to keeping it going. I have to ask you, like I asked your fellow captain, about the new digs, black jerseys coming out. You guys now have 135 combinations between helmets, gloves, jerseys, pants, socks, you name it. But you also got some gold sticks. What do those feel like today, playing with a Jet Speed gold stick? Uh, it was a little bit different. I actually had to switch <laughs> halfway through, but uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean. Uh, we're pretty spoiled here. We get a lot of stuff that that other schools might not get. So, um, you know, John, our coaching or our uh, equipment staff, does a great job at uh, you know getting stuff ready and, and giving us more than we need. So, um, feel very privileged to uh, to have another set of uniforms and uh, should be exciting to wear them. Let's wrap things up by asking if you were, have to wear a shaded visor for those uh, goaltender pads of Joey's. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it looked a little weird coming down on him, but uh, no, it looks good. I think he's excited to wear them and uh, should uh, should look pretty sharp out there this weekend. Tyler, I appreciate your time. Good luck this weekend. We'll be there all weekend with you. All right, thank you. In today's odor elimination, sanitizing, and deodorizing market, air spaces and fabrics are treated with very aggressive, highly toxic, and often very dangerous but cheap chemical-based solutions. These chemicals have harmful residues and pollutants that can impact your health and the well-being of those around you. This is the bad news. The good news is there's something better. That something is OxyPal. OxyPal is a fast-growing company based in Phoenix, Arizona, with franchises opening across North America. OxyPal has developed a way to eliminate, not mask or disguise, all organic-based odors in any airspace or on any fabric surface with ozone, also called trioxygen. Ozone is present in the atmosphere, and it is what protects our planet, our environment, and every living thing on Earth. Through years of research and development, OxyPal has perfected a way to harness and apply this powerful solution 
to purify air spaces and fabric surfaces safely and effectively, eliminating all organic bacteria, viruses, mold, fungi, and allergens on the molecular level. OxyPal has designed and perfected many next-generation and evolutionary alternative products and services safe for people, pets, and our planet. The solutions offered by OxyPal are stronger, safer, non-toxic, and a great value. Visit our website and online store today at www.oxypal.com. On our website, you can make a service appointment, buy products, or learn more about us and our great franchising opportunities. All right, welcome into another episode, another edition of College Hockey Southwest Weekly. This is the big one. This is a Desert Hockey Classic coming up. I got the goaltender with me. Let's see, we talked to your two captains. Now mm -hmm. we're talking to your, the goaltender. We also talked to coach. So, uh, first of all, happy holidays. Welcome back from Boston. How was everything? It was good. It was, um, it was a good week at home. Just, you know, rest up, see some old friends, and um, hang out with my family. And I actually brought my parents back with me uh, for the Classic. So, excited to have them here. So I noticed some things on social media. The first thing I want to comment on is there are some new pads under the tree at the Decord household. Talk a little bit about those and how excited you are, or are you excited to wear them? Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Um, Johnny, John Loeffner, he, um, he kind of surprised me with those. We had talked about it a while ago, um, and he kind of, you know, he kind of, he tried, and then it, it, it wasn't going to work, you know. It wasn't going to work, <laughs> wasn't going to happen in time right. um, for the Desert Classic, and then he... Uh, you know, last Saturday when we played Colorado College, they were just waiting in my stall for me when I got to the rink uh, in the morning. So I uh, was pretty excited. Um, I skated a few times over break and, and broke them in. They're good to go already. Nice. Let's talk a little bit about uh, this, this team that you have. Coach calls you the best goaltender in college hockey. He's happy to have you. But you've got three counterparts coming in that are all three good goaltenders. What's it going to be like to have that kind of competition across the ice from you? Um, well, I think we got four good teams in this tournament yeah. um, and four good goalies and um, you know it's really cool to see we're gonna have so many good teams and so many good goalies um, it's just gonna be awesome to compete against them and um, everyone's gonna try to bring their best and, and do whatever they can to win the tournament so I'm really looking forward to that opportunity let's move back about a year ago you guys won a big tournament your first tournament your first trophy mm -hmm. at, in Las Vegas how much did that influence your team this year I think it was huge for us. Um, you know, even though we'd won some games and, and beat some good teams, I think that was kind of validation to do it against two different good teams, um, you know, on a big stage in, in Vegas, his new arena, and, um, you know, win that tournament. Uh, it was pretty special for us and just kind of a building block, um, you know, for the second half of that season and, and definitely this year as well. So anybody that watches college hockey knows that it's a two-game series most every weekend, same team, two different nights. As a goaltender, do you prepare differently when you have two different teams, or do you kind of go about your business as you would normally? No, I pretty much have the same game plan, um, regardless of who we're playing. Um, I know that if I play the way I need to play, then um, I'm going to give myself a good chance to be successful. Um, you know, along with, you know, we do some pre-scout work on each team, um, but I really just focus on that when, when that team comes, um, comes to, to hand. So when you play two-game series and then you have a holiday tournament like this, it kind of gives you a little preview of what we all hope you're going to be doing in March, is playing in that, that big tournament for a single elimination. So mm -hmm. is this kind of a preview for that? Do you guys think of it that way at all, or are you just another game for you? No, it's just, it's just we can't look that far ahead. Yeah. Um, you know, we're focused on this weekend and our first game Friday night against Clarkson, um, and we're just going to try to stay focused on that and 
hopefully we win and then we we take a, um, <clears throat> you know the next task at hand and, and try to accomplish that one and then so on and so forth you and I have talked briefly in the past but one of the things that I've noticed differently from you this year is well two things number one I think your conference level is, is sky high I also think you're snatching up every rebound I don't, I don't see you giving up very many rebounds anymore is that is that something you worked on or is that just something that's evolved or am I just not seeing it that way uh, I think I think it's something that comes with playing games. Um, the more experience you get, the more comfortable you get. You know, the the clearer you can think and process information um, quicker um, and make better decisions. Um, I think I'm also positionally really in in a good spot usually um, to give myself a chance to make the first save and um, be in a position where I can make it an easy one. Um, and then if I do give up a rebound, being in a good spot to try to get to that that second shot. So. I don't know. I think it's just a combination of, like I said, playing games and um, just you know hitting my spots and being in the right spot uh, to make a save. I've talked to you about this before, and we'll wrap things up on this one. But you love playing the puck. You yeah. do it flawlessly for the most part. What's it like, and what's going through your head when you get that chance that you can grab that puck and, and do something with it? It's one of my favorite parts playing goalie. Um, I always love. My parents will usually call me after a game that they don't that they don't um, get to come to, and they'll be like, "Oh, the announcers were losing their mind about how much you're wheeling and dealing around with a puck." Because there's really not many other goalies that do it do it like that. Um, I love it. It's fun, um, and the best part is that usually it helps the team. Um, our D love it. They usually they don't like getting hit, so so they like when I can get them the puck without having to get hit. Um, so yeah, I, I love doing it, and and if it helps the team, then so be it. So this weekend, black jerseys, gold pads, two wins? Uh, hopefully, we'll see. We'll focus on Friday night, and then we'll uh, let you know after uh, Saturday. Joey Decord, thanks for stepping in with us again. We'll be there all weekend for you. No Good luck, and let's, uh, let's get a couple more wins, and let's reduce that magic number that I started for you guys. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. I'm going to close it out with one more thing, though. I've got to say, hashtag Joey for Richter. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, folks, welcome back to the uh, wrap-up of the longest day in hockey, I'm calling it, here at Gila River Arena. We've been through so many different people that I'm not sure I remember names or faces anymore, Paul, but we had a chance to sit down with all four of the coaches, all of the captains, and all of the goaltenders in this great desert hockey classic. Well, and it's one thing you can tell, the excitement in their voices. They're really looking forward to playing. Uh, not just the fact that they've all been on breaks and can't wait to get back onto the ice, but you can tell as the competition level increases as a competitor, you can't wait to get out there. And you can hear it in just about everybody's voice that they're very excited to be out here for this tournament, especially with the level of competition. You know, and two things that I noticed right off the get-go. First of all, what a great group of kids. Every one of them, to a man, was, was just a joy to interview and visit with. In addition to that, um, all of them were... We're excited, generally excited to be here in the desert. Yeah. I mean, it's it's cold for us, but uh, they all loved it, right? I mean, cold they, for you. Yeah, cold for me, not for you. <laughs> but the uh, the folks here absolutely loved uh, being here. All the players, all the coaches. The hospitality has been excellent for them. Uh, we want to thank everybody at, uh, at Sun Devil Hockey and at ASU for putting on the event. Uh, it went away for a couple of years, well, once up in Prescott, 
And then uh, last year when they were down at the uh, Ice Vegas Invitational and out in Pittsburgh, so they just didn't play it. But now uh, that it's back, we're excited to see all four of these teams. And tomorrow it starts for real. Right. And you're not, like I said, you're not going to get a better uh, group of teams, uh, uh, probably a very diverse team. Uh, we saw Clarkson out on the ice, and they look like a really big team. So I can yeah. see them uh, really trying to make sure no matter who they play, that they're putting two or three guys in front of the net and, 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 and getting those, as we like to call them, garbage goals or dirty goals okay. and, 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 and winning games that way. And that's the way they should play, especially if the size is their advantage. Absolutely. So that'll wrap up another edition, the second of our six podcast slash webcasts. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, first of all, and foremost, our uh, presenting sponsor, which is the College Bar and Grill. Of course, ASU owned and operated and located at 502 South College Avenue in downtown Tempe. Also have uh, a shout out to our friends down at Behind the Mask and, and Randy X will be in his crew down there for all your help uh, with their three locations in Scottsdale, Gilbert, Peoria, Randy, of course, an old goaltender caters to the goaltender, but everything that you ever need for hockey is available right there at Behind the Mask. also want to thank our friends at OxyPow, Super Embroidery and Screen Printing, Peoria Ford, the Kozak Cut Goalie Stick, Lift, the Devil's Hockey Shop, and Oceanside Ice Arena. Couldn't do it without you guys. Look forward to seeing you for podcast number three, four, five, and six. So, Check out IcetimeHockeySW.com and, and get all your information right there. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Follow, <laughs> follow us on, on YouTube. And you can get all your hockey action right here in the desert southwest. So for my co-host, Paul Hornstein, I'm Scott Strandy. Sitting in with the out Tom Callahan, our, uh, our guy from... Uh, vacationing in buffalo who vacations in buffalo I, come on tom in, in december and january <laughs> i don't know all right we'll look forward to having uh, having tom back and in the meantime uh have a have a good safe evening and join us again tomorrow